two. Okay, and this is the part and where we're just kind of. And this is where I think we're. Yeah, rolling. Okay, so right here we're kind of talking <laughs> first. Guys, I say we get started with the show. Come on, what is this, amateur hour? Have you ever wondered why the sky is blue? And why tornadoes do the things they do? Why stuff shakes when the train goes by? Discovery boys are here to tell you why. T I S C O B E R Y. Let's go find out why. Hello and welcome to What For, the show where we unveil four recent discoveries and then rate them on an intriguing four-point scale. Joining us this week is guest expert and master code breaker and cyber coder, Christopher Ortega. How's it going, Chris? What's up, Chris? Oh, pretty good. Who's that with you, Chris? This is Shotzi. Shotzi. uh, on my code breaking. Oh, cool. Oh, that's awesome. So what do you do? What are you an expert in? Tell me about the, the electronics and the uh, stuff that, of your expertise. Okay. Uh, yeah, mostly computer programming and, uh, you know, a little bit of uh, coding and hacking and whatnot. Uh, well, apps and stuff. Well, this is the show for you. You're going to be excellent on here. We've been trying to book you for weeks. Okay, Bryce, have you met Bryce? Uh, Bryce is our moderator. Not sure if you know who he is, but he's pretty famous in the discovery world. We just love discoveries. I'm going to turn it over to Bryce, and he's going to tell you how to rate these uh, discoveries. Yeah, hey, Chris. I know we worked on a few programs in the past. Um, this is my latest program here. It's called The Distinguisher, which we'll get to in just a moment here. Um, so th- in this game, we have four discoveries, um, all discovered in the last four days. Um there's a rating scale, a four-part rating scale. So the lowest on the scale is snore, where it's so boring it makes you want to snore. <clears throat> Second, above that is lore, um, which is kind of the, uh, the fairy tale discovery, or maybe it's the, um, or, or you just don't really know what you think of, but you don't think it's really that, that great. It's better than snore though. You, you stay, you thought about it and kept you awake. Third, you, we. You have, uh, yeah, so lore is like kind of could be a bunch of hoopla. Third is uh, more, where you want to hear more about it and um, want to dive a little bit more into it. The highest one that we, the highest we go on the on the scale is sore. So it soars. The easy way to remember that I uh, always do is is you think of it soaring above all the other ones. Yes. Uh, top. So uh, with that, though, we'll go ahead and get started. Um, what we usually do, customary, is we go um, with, the fir- with the first one. We'll, we'll let Brandon and Tim uh, do answer first. Then you can answer so the, you don't get hurt last time, so we'll that you kind of get a hang of things. And then after that, we'll let you answer first to the last three discoveries. All right, you ready? Any questions? No questions. Shotzi, any questions? No. She said no. Right. Shotzi can tell you if she's too shy to say anything to us. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, number one, new ocean current discovered off the coast of Madagascar. Um, oh, yeah. This is really interesting. It is. One of the rare, they, it's a very rare find for the 21st century. Uh, most of these discoveries have already been discovered by 1855. They know pretty much all the ocean currents. However, they've just discovered this. Right off the coast of Mozambique and uh, Madagascar, they uh, have discovered a, 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 a current, a coastal current, um, so that moves around 
uh, nutrients and air and molecules, so it changes the weather patterns and may give uh, weather experts a new um, way, a, a new boost in um, in predicting storms and catastrophic events like that. Wow. So uh, with this one, I'm interested to hear what you guys think. Uh, why don't we go to Tim? What do you think? Do you uh, you a big weather guy? I'm a, I'm I'm uh, you know I, the with global warming, ocean currents changing, and things like that. Oh, you know, we don't get uh, political here, Tim. We don't get political. That's yeah. <laughs> well, you know, that's that's right. That's true. So, oh, um, the hoaxes. You gotta be careful. Theory. Yeah. So the theory. Yeah, I know. Well, that Brandon, if you want to write this a lore, you can. But it's. I think it's my time to to vote, and I'm, I'm just gonna. Oh, I'm gonna give this a. Uh, I'm gonna give this a more because I think that uh, meteorologists they do they do need that boost and it's, this is great this is great the boost that they need to give them a little more oomph. Um, nice. I was gonna say right. on that I can't think about how I can't even count the times I'm like what he said it was not supposed to rain today and then it rains. Yeah. So you're left know. out in the rain watching a soccer match. It's just crazy. That this That's is Jay the boost. Say, I really Jay think. lies. That's what Jay says. <laughs> it's something we can. It's something a few of us can relate to, but you know maybe. Hopefully more in the future. Absolutely. Great answer. Brandon? Well, here's what I got. I think what I find very fascinating about this one is we're talking about currents, right? Just off Madagascar. Mm. A few, just a couple miles uh, west of the east of there, you have Australia. 33,000, give or take, miles away. Australia, west coast. Do you remember a show? I'm sure Chris remembers this show. A couple weeks ago we did where we talked about the oldest message in a bottle ever found. We they did. actually mentioned that in this discovery. I'm not even kidding. Well, that doesn't surprise me because guess what? As it turns out, lo and behold, people they... were throwing messages in a bottle back then. In That's fact, I went that. back to it, and it said that in some of those areas, the reason why they would do messages in a bottle, Chris, you're just thinking they litter, but it's not it. It said that, for mm -hmm. instance, this captain who threw something in off a German vessel in 1865, he mm -hmm. threw a thing in there, and it was – Dutch East Indies, and he said he was doing it. Apparently, I even wrote it down. It was so important to figure out where. You have it with you? The, uh, I do have it with you. The quote is <laughs> The bottle was likely thrown overboard as part of a project investigating global ocean currents, according to the German Maritime and Hydrographic Agency. This being the bottle of one uh, Paula, Captain Paula, sailing from Cariff, Wales to the Dutch East Indies. Anyways, so he threw that out there, and it floated over, blah, 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 ended up on the beach, and we have the oldest uh, found note. It hadn't been touched in 133 years. How does that relate to this? Well, they're both dealing with maritime people looking for currents. Well, there was one that, that old Captain, uh, Captain Paula didn't happen upon, and that's this one. We just found it last week, the current in between Madagascar and Africa. So I'm saying soar. Wow. Awesome. Great. This, really this, this, is the, this is kind of the, the most excitement we've had so far, so I'm, I'm glad that you're here to witness it, Chris. It's yes. super exciting. It's, yeah. Talk about a current event. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, exactly. yeah, it's great. I, we like to laugh. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. All right, Chris, what do you think? Yes. Okay. Well, Brandon, great answer. You know, Dutch undies, very interesting. Now, my thoughts on it. Um, you know, uh, Back to the Future. You remember, you remember the part where um, Doc gets out of the car and he's like, 
Uh, it's going to stop raining in like 10 seconds, three, two, one, and it just stops. I've awesome. always been wondering why that doesn't happen. And now I think we know. I think uh-huh. it was because we were missing this current in our, in our equations, you know? Now they can do these calculations mm-hmm. with the full picture, and we're mm-hmm. going to be able to know exactly when it's going to start raining, exactly when it's going to stop snowing, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I think that's really cool. So I'm going to say swore on this one. I think that's, that's amazing. Good answer. Yeah, definitely the the, the um, less entropy than we thought. You know, once thought. Let's go to the distinguisher and see what we get. Um, what you'll do here now, everybody, kind of just focus on the discovery in hand. So you kind of just want to focus, think about uh, ocean currents, and kind of roll with that. Um, and we'll go to the distinguisher. You guys ready to get the answer? Yep. Yeah. Yes. All right. Here we go. Snore. 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 Wake me up for the next one. What? (laughs) We don't understand how that algorithm works, Chris. Maybe you could take a peek into it sometime. But it is what it says goes. So it's a snore. I totally was wrong. I feel like this might be using some Facebook algorithm, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Oh, zing. Yeah. We just got Zuckerberg. Well, a few reasons I can think. Um are because like you know you can just say the weather pattern is whatever it is or somebody they probably maybe maybe the reason why it's snoring is because like people in madagascar and people have fish and stuff there knew that current went that way didn't help now, anyone is it possible so, that that machine was so already knows that it already knew yeah that's maybe actually, it's like yeah uh, yeah, yeah that's a good point actually because it probably did it's likely mm-hmm. in this case yeah because actually Spoiler it does alert. snore during like what the weather and stuff it's not interested in like yeah. the weather Okay, yeah. that's that's a good point. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go to the next one. See if we can we can land an answer here that uh, agrees with our distinguisher. Number two, shots. You like this one? Um, this pouched rat. I guess a pouched rat is a kind of rat can sniff out tuberculosis in kids. Rat with a pouch. Um, this was discovered April tenth at ten ten twenty six a.m. Eastern time. Researchers in Tanzania. Uh, and again, Madagascar. Imagine that. Uh, train lab rats to sniff out tuberculosis. Rats can apparently smell tuberculosis. Um, in fact, it's interesting. Uh, uh, with with the current uh, diagnostic tools, they're about 30 to 40 percent accurate. With these rats that are sniffing out tuberculosis, can increase the the accuracy 40 percent above that. So this is huge um, to find this out, and uh, I think it's really exciting. So what do you guys think? Uh, we'll go to you, Chris, first. Rats sniffing out tuberculosis in kids. Yeah, 100 years too late. I don't know any kids with tuberculosis. Oh, uh-huh. do you, I, I'm I, mostly I, Matt, that's correct. They are, babe. Didn't even know there still was. We might have some Madagascar and kids view, on the viewing in the, yeah. on the Facebook, so, just, but, um, so they might yeah. care. Well, and I do like the fact, though, that these rats are, are in pouches because, I mean, at least it's, like, portable and you can, like, you know. Is that what they mean? I couldn't, yeah, okay, maybe, you're, maybe that's what that is. Pouched rats. <laughs> I, they, pouch them, they pouch them and then they sniff them. They no, them. Yeah. We'll have yeah. to look that up. Chris is right right now until we know better. I think they're that's rats that are in pouches. Okay. Yeah, I feel like you might die if you take them out or something. It's sure. pouch. Now just like, yeah, okay. anyway. That's my thought on it. Uh, so I'm going to say snore because I feel like this, uh, you know, tuberculosis. I don't know anybody with tuberculosis. Maybe because of these mm-hmm. rats. If so, 
Maybe that's yeah. You know, I would I will say real quick. I, I went to the uh, in Louisville. A lot of folks maybe don't know this that are watching, but they we have a hot, old um, abandoned hospital, tuberculosis hospital. Um, some say it's even Waverly. Haunting, but give, uh, give the heebie-jeebies. Waverly ghost Hills, yeah. Right there. You know that place has has a lot of rats, and it makes me think that maybe rats want to be there because they can they, they try to sniff out that tuberculosis. Yeah, I love that. So, uh, they said it's a, it's a Yankee candle. It's a scented Yankee candle for rats. I was reading oh. a little bit about it. Oh, they really like the smell of tuberculosis. Tim, what do you give this one? Oh, let's give it a. Oh, this is exciting. Let's give it a more. Let's give it a more. All right. I like it. I like, it. I, I like anything it's about rats. I mean, <laughs> hell, let's give it a sore. Oh, no. You heard it here first, people. You <laughs> heard it right here. You know, rats are just. I did not uh, see that coming. Uh, rats are. Um, I got a. You know, you're the rat. I think I'm born in, but I also used to have pet rats, and um, just a big fan. I did too. They're kind of like they're like nature's nature's uh, rodent. They're like they're nature's like rat, nature's, sort of, if you will. Yeah. They're kind of nature's puppy. They, you guys, they, they're nature's puppy, in a sense. Nature's you guys ever yeah. um, wonder where the showy. term is? Um, they sit on your shoulder. Mm-hmm. This is yeah. a chance for them to totally redeem themselves from spreading the black plague that everywhere, whole, you that know? Whole black plague incident. They're still yeah. getting over that. Yeah. Yeah. Living that one down. Do you ever wonder where the term smell, where you can smell a rat a million miles away came from? Oh, they call them rats. No, because they sniff out like they're like sniff out um, uh, uh, secret details and stuff and tell other folks. It's interesting yeah, to think about. Maybe that's true. Maybe so. And then, you know, I also think before uh, we get to the Brandon's answer here, I also am interested. I think that you know, the, give the rats a shot. Who knows? We might have drug sniffing rats and all kinds of cool stuff. Rats are people uh, too. Rats are people too. All uh, right, Brandon, let's go to. Uh, to me, oh, you had too much cheese on this one. <laughs> oh, all right. I'm gonna go with uh, you know, I'm going with honestly, I'm gonna go with sore again, only because mm-hmm. I know, like, okay, first world problems, we don't know anybody with uh, with tuberculosis, but apparently it kills a ton of children in other countries. So I'm just gonna bust you on that one, Chris, so you feel terrible because I knew that I didn't stay, in, I didn't say anything, but I think it's like 130,000 kids a year, which is crazy, but I don't know, maybe that's way mm-hmm. too many. I saw the number 130,000. I was thinking, that's a lot of dead kids. So, Chris, you're a bad person. I'm no, sorry no, we did that to a guest. But, but it's not in our country. I agree. So it's not a big deal. I know some people don't care when kids die. But – I mean, not in our – as long as they're not in our – But, no, I mean, exactly. I, I, I think I, I said so. It just probably sounded like – maybe sounded like <laughs> Anyway, don't, don't take back. Regardless, regardless, I'm going to go with sore because I did think it was pretty cool. And I got to look up more about this pouched rats, and I need to look up how many people are actually dying of tuberculosis. But yeah, I'm saying sore for the uh, TB sniffing rats. All right, TB continued. Let's go to the distinguisher and see what we got here. You guys ready for this? Ready. Yeah. Determiner. Right. Distinguisher. About a rat. It hurts to think. Yeah. Oh. oh. Oh, in computer that, jargon, that's that called a loop, right? It's doing the same thing. Snore? Interesting. Yeah, what was it snore last time? Yeah. Wait, wait, who, who had snore? Somebody had snore. No, no Christy, because he likes babies dying. No, I heard Chatsy said snore, so I heard hers. 
Well, then you're right, though. You put Apparently, Shotzi was right. Good Shotzi job. got it. Good job, Shotzi. You've never had a dog get an answer right before. Oh, awesome. Oh, she's a lady. All right. Well, All right. Go, I'm so that was crazy. I'm very proud what of you. What an exciting stir of events. Um, you guys want to go to number three? Do Let's it. Let's do it. All right. I hope you guys have already eaten or, you know, no, I don't want to have supper tonight after this one, but. Um, I, I sent some yuck coming on. Um, or I hope you don't have to go to the gas station eating hot dog, gas station hot dog. Um, restroom hand dryers are blowing bacteria everywhere. Mm-hmm. Bathroom hair blowers seed the air and you with microbial hitchhikers. This is interesting and makes a whole lot of sense, especially if you're a science guy. Um, basically, the way these hair, hand dry and blow dryers work is they suck air in through a ventilation system, okay? And then they blow it back out at you. Um, through a warming kind of system that comes out of a smaller tube. So so you get some pressure built up of that same air, but that's just bathroom air. Um, so those same bacteria uh, that are floating around is just getting blown, blown all over your hands. Um, it's really interesting. No one ever thought of that, but so they've measured it. And um, so this is interesting. I, I, I really, really can't wait to hear what you guys think about this one. Well, Tim? Uh, I'd like to report we've got a... We've got a, um, a message from a viewer here. Uh, Hi, duty butt, tuna butt, petunia butt. Uh, I think that's from Eleanor uh, Fossilusa. So. That sounds like a troll. Uh, and we're getting trolled by a two-year-old. Great, guys. Just come on. We're here Listen. to teach people about discoveries. Yeah. Yeah, don't abuse Facebook, please. But I think she's got a point here. So, um, oh. you know, it might... Uh, you know, you're in the bathroom and you got this thing's blowing, uh, <laughs> blowing patootie air, patootie on air all over the place on your hands and everything like that. It's just, uh, you know, I think it's bad, bad news. So I'm going, I, I wish there was, I mean, shoot, um, sore. I'm going, I'm feeling real good about this one too. This okay. is, I, I, I love this. I think this, this is almost, this is probably going to, this will probably keep a lot more, uh, you know all those uh, people who already have pro- uh, problems touching things with their hands and stuff. They they do. Yeah, you know they say to like push those with their elbow, but now it's just yeah, like oh, yeah. I, that's that's right. I was gonna the say, OCD I'm people are just they're done. They're never going. They're just gonna be going in their trousers. I in the say what I say. I'm from now on. I'm totally standing by this. Is wash your hands. Don't dry them. Wipe them on your shirt. And get the heck out of there. Yeah. <laughs> Oh no! Or, or just go out back. Oh, we you know got some, We got a comment saying someone is. I'm ditching all stocks in bathroom hand dryers. You heard yes. it here, first, folks. No, Sorry, man. Nasdaq. Sorry, Dow. <laughs> I mean, what they need is a, is a proper fume hood ventilation system that gets the air out somewhere else down there in the sewage. It gets fresh air coming out in your hands. Well, this stuff, by the way, might be on there. We should we'll start posting these on the uh, on the site, maybe, and then people can actually read the rest of it themselves if they want. Chris, what do you think about this? What are you gonna give it? Well, okay, so I saw MythBusters about this like a couple of years ago. Those Dyson. Oh, wait a minute, the same oh. thing. Yeah, yeah, same thing. Those Dyson hand dryers. They, yeah, we got the, the Dyson ones that I work with the fins. Yeah, and you put yeah, your fins. Yeah. yeah. All they do is they take all the germs on your hands and splatter them all over everyone's faces yep. in the in, no. in the bathroom. I mean, in little particulate form, so you don't feel it or whatever. But I mean, yep. you're over there, yeah, you're talking to your, your, your hand bounces oh. around in it too, and like touches the yeah, side. 
You can make yeah. some noises and stuff. Like the, the, the dirty pieces that are on your fingers and under your fingernails and stuff come flying out into everybody's faces. So I, it's gross. Yeah, so it's now, at this point, I, I use the, uh, the uh, paper towels. It's actually the cleanest way to go. Uh, it's not good for the earth so much, but hey. better than having <laughs> not in my backyard. I don't care. Uh, anybody remember those things like in the school bathroom where you pull it down and it just like that had to be the worst idea ever. Yeah, it was just one piece of fabric. I was gonna ask, yeah. like, how was that ever clean? I don't understand one, like, how that. Ever... I bet that had like tuberculosis on it from like 1910. <laughs> yeah, a little treadmill towel. Let's look anyway, that up for next week. I'll look it up. I'll get back with you so, on that. So I'm going to give this one a, let's see what the things are, a more because I feel like uh, it's important for people to know this. Um, but it, I mean, I've heard of this before, so I, I, I don't know. It's interesting to me that it went from being a myth, like you said, it was a Mythbusters, to a discovery. Now they've discovered it. So, yeah, I can see more being a really, really good would, answer. Okay. Sorry. So more? Yeah, I'd like to know what the computer's going to say about this one. Did everybody hold my, hold my comment until I'm asked? Um, the Tim, well, you want to go? We'll go that same cycle. You guys like this order? Didn't I already? Didn't I already vote? Are you dabbing? Uh, yeah, right up. No, I don't think so. Do we have a? Can any viewers answer that? If they saw Tim vote. I don't think so. <laughs> I was the coolest kid in class asking questions. Is, I was like, I got it. We're talking about the bathroom blower, yeah, right? Yeah, he straight up right off the bat. He said sore, right? Yeah, I just said sore. Oh, you cut? Okay. Huh? Um, Ow. Okay. Oh, good, good job. Oh, I think, no, I think you went to me, but then I gave the oh, announcement about Anthony, about, uh, I'm sorry, Eleanor. Oh, I skipped yeah. Chris somehow. The potty. No, I went. Chris. You just haven't oh, but, gone to me. Okay, cool. That's fine. Ooh, ooh, me, well, me, Mick, me. Brandon, what do you think? Well, I'm glad you asked me because I'm going to say sore on this one as well. And here's the thing. I got a hunch that the Mythbusters may have been uh, out. Maybe here's the difference. Mythbusters might have been talking about germs being um, grown inside, right? Like, uh, what would you call that? A little Petri dish. Are you doing right? Right? Spears? Colonies of germs that get pushed out from there that are inside the thing. Mm. What if this one is talking more about air coming from the bathroom, being pulled up through it and spit out? There is a bit of a difference because they could say that a HEPA filter could work and like, improve it. In fact, if they did say that in this one, and I happened to have read it, then it would have said that they showed a marked decrease in the amount of germs spread through there by the HEPA filter. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. So we've been instructed, but, though, to not really talk about the whole article. No, you're. I, I'm not saying – who knows what the article says. I'm just saying yeah. if I could imagine in my mind's eye – I'd love to go back through it, but I just, that's not allowed on the maybe, show. Maybe Mythbusters didn't do that part. Maybe so. Mm. Maybe. They're, but either way, apparently, what if uh, – either way, yeah, there's poop germs everywhere. Oh, can I say that? There's duty – Duty germs. Fuck, I don't but think I'll, so. I'll quote our little our four year old friend who said, "Duty, duty, poo poo, sore." Duty butt, tune, tuna butt, petunia butt. Yeah. That exactly. Sore, that, sore. Snore and a more. I do like how they ended with petunia butt because that sounds clean. Yeah. You know. That's what right, well, yeah. Let's see if this petunia butt can get anything correct Wait, today, and, huh? Okay. While we're waiting on that machine, apparently. There's a place okay. called the Mag Bar in Louisville, and it had the towel roll down. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go to the distinguisher and see what the answer is. So we think about it. 
Thinking. More. More. Who's that? Our guest. All right. They're tearing it up. Go potty. Go potty. Don't tell go potty. All right. Next one. Last one. You guys ready for this? Okay, last one. Ready? Last one. All right, number four. What happens if you get injected with embalming fluid? Yikes. Oh, ouchie. Ouchie. This woman in Russia, uh, she passed after doctors allegedly gave her an IV drip containing a formaldehyde solution instead of saline. So, oopsie daisies. Unfortunately, uh, we lost one to this um, interesting discovery. and this is um, flawless record the reason, reason being a lot of the, a lot of chaos happens once the formaldehyde gets into your body. You know they use it to preserve you for funerals and such. <laughs> um, it's ironic. But um, now when it's in your body though, it makes very acidic uh, for the whole body, which is no good, and um, everything starts failing from your blood cells to to your skin. So. Uh, so don't. So they say if you mix those up, then you're then it's you pretty much will die pretty quick. So what do you guys think about this one, Chris? So the discovery was that <laughs> that putting them out of hide huh? your kills you. Yeah. That's like. Discovery is saying that this happened to this lady. Uh, it got mixed up. Is this a problem? Is this an issue? Oh. Uh, it happens sometimes. It's rare, but it does happen. So we found out about they it. Discovered that that this will kill you if it gets in your blood. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. they, they just yeah. discovered this happened to a lady in Russia uh, on the tenth like, of April. Yeah, it seems like something I would not want to happen to myself and or anyone that I know. Yeah. Uh uh-huh. Unless you and really it, never mind. Unless you don't like them or. Uh, or the, yeah, I would think that embalming fluid, when added to someone's body as it's designed to be, would embalm them, which mm. typically interesting isn't good for a living person, I would guess. But yeah, um, so you would guess, okay. but but now we've discovered that it's not. Now we've discovered, not necessarily through our actions. However, I think we can take credit because I don't know if they're going to take credit for that. Um, mm. Now I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that what this happened in Russia you say? Yeah. Now I mean Russia though I'm gonna have to call this lore because I mean how do you even know? I think we need to like recreate the experiment. You know what I'm talking about? Because you can't really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Lately, mm-hmm. Uh, how do you know there wasn't some polonium in there? You know what I'm talking oh, about? My, oh no, Wait. he went there. Here, one more. <laughs> okay, are you? you, I may, you you died. Was, I didn't want to give you this detail, but I, you, you're bringing it out of me. KG, there's, there's that was actually him. That was him, not also, me. <laughs> also, there's a criminal investigation underway on this case. Well, yeah. Uh, wait, was, this, was the person who happened to die from uh, being injected with uh, Russian embalming fluid uh, an expert? I'm just not sure. By any chance? I don't know. Double agent of some yeah, kind? Live science is who you want to hit up about that if you really are curious. Uh, um, hey, you're, you're putting me on. Hey! <laughs> that was pretty good. Hey, I guess you, you don't know. want to be putting any yeah. formaldehyde in your system. Yeah, <laughs> you want to make sure you to, when you clean all that putting off your hands, you don't use a blow dryer. From Wait, the- oh, so you went back and you still <laughs> used him. Yeah. Shoot.
All right. Else wait, wait. Yeah. Having a technical difficulty. No, we'll go, uh, we go Brandon then. We'll answer that. Sure. I will say that I think that I would honestly, I would say snore because I think it's just like you, it's ridiculous when you think about it. Like, yeah, obviously. I will go one more though because it is interesting that I believe embalming fluid is like, uh, I think it's an acid. And then the, what happens in your body being an acid, I think your body can counter it. I think they could put, was it, is it, it folic acid, I think is what it's called, which is vitamin B. So I think they can give you some vitamin B and then help it out. Phallic, but I don't know. Phallic acid, I believe, is vitamin D. Uh huh. Oh, so yeah, yeah. Say it's, it's, it's not B fifty nine, not folic. Well, tomato, oh. tomato. Oh, okay. Science Bro, stuff. Fake news. Oh, I thought, I thought you said phallic. Uh, the, oh the phallic. yeah, yeah. I'm saying it's no, folic no. acid. Folic. So I'm folic gonna go is, with. Uh, folic I, I can't even think of a folic good acid. Uh, a good pun. So I'm just gonna go with a uh, lore. Okay. okay, acidosis is a term it, it, it causes in the body. Uh, super fragilistic acidosis. Acidosis. Great minds think alike. That's how doctors remember not to mix up that with the saline. <laughs> the acidosis. They didn't teach that orderly that rule. <clears throat> so, Tim, I can't wait. I cannot wait to hear what you think about this one. Um. Yes. Well, if there's a. Uh, Okay, okay. Mr. Uh, Ryan. I'm gonna say like if you're if you're an embalmer, this is big news for you. Yeah, uh, like, I always wonder. It's kind of like you can skip a step, and it it, it kind of makes the whole process <laughs> a little bit faster, if you know what I mean. Mm. So Same if, thing if, that. So if you're if you're putting a rush on it, then it kind of <laughs> rats. That's good. Uh, then uh, this is definitely a sore. Yep. Sore. All the way to Madagascar. Love yep. it. Yep. Yep. All right, guys. Let's go to the distinguisher for this one. All right. So let's see what he's got. Kind of focus on it. Think about this discovery and the poor lady in Russia. Yeah, that is sad, but there's a lot of sad in Russia. Now you're. What's that say? Now you're in the discovery zone? It said that last time. Sore. Nice, guys. So, Chris, you had that? I knew we could do it. I knew we could do, do you have it. sore, Chris? Huh? What did you uh, have? Yeah, I think maybe I said sore. I don't remember. Yeah. Won, I I think. Don't Tim remember. came in close. And then, Brandon, did you get any of this game? No, I, was, well, I didn't get any of this week. Had a rough week. You were dancing around yeah. it. And what did I win, guys? Look at him. Another winner, dog. I knew you what? could do it. You couldn't deny with that old Shotzi. Where's Shotzi? Well, what yeah. you win is uh, what we'll do for the for for the next for the next month weekly. We'll send you a new a discovery. Um, we'll send it to your uh, to however you want. We can either email it to you or we can send it through um, uh, your one uh, your uh, your OneDrive or bring it to me because you. Oh, I can just bring it to you because I live there. Yeah. Does not live. <laughs> but um, it'll be the it'll be the top week's discovery. Um, actually, it's a it's a it's a week list of the weekly discoveries. It's the top discoveries of the week. Nice. So I don't even have to look at my phone to look for discoveries or anything like that. No, yeah, right we'll bring it to your doors. That's what you get for right here. Wow. Very you guys should have like a mailing list for the people at home. You know? <laughs> what? So they send the each week with like a survey monkey where people can like rate them themselves and see. That's a really good idea. That's yeah, good we want to make this game more interactive. So, any thoughts out there? Chris, uh, oh. you're, you're, you're technical, technological savvy. Um, we're trying to think of maybe making it a more of a tournament style where people can at home can also participate. In yeah, that was fun. Our, no, we always appreciate any comments below. And um, 
when they when they when they try to discover or, or see what they think the discovery is. It's a lot of fun. Yes. We always like to look at those later. Yeah, good times. Mm-hmm. Thanks for joining us. That was a lot of fun. Thanks, Chris. You got some master hacking to do, right? Thank yeah. Thank you for having me on. I gotta go back and get back on this uh, Russian hacking operation. I don't even know. Nice. Uh, That's a lot of stuff going on with that. Big business for you then. Yes. I tell everybody where you're at. He's at elections. Yeah, we got elections coming. You gonna? Hey, are you working on that uh, Kentucky teacher ballot thing for us? Oh yeah, I'm gonna make sure it comes out exactly how you guys want it. Good. Good. Screw them, right, guys? <laughs> Teachers. Try not to find yourself Overpaid and whiny. I can't even leave that. I'm hoping this, nobody misinterprets yeah. my sarcasm. This is the best game I think we've had. Evan needs to veto that thing, and I don't know if this he will or not. But great episode. Anyway, sorry. Great episode. <laughs> I won't ruin it. I'm going to get political. Chris, great to see you again, buddy. Please come back yes. and join us now that you're a friend of the show, okay? Okay, sounds good, guys. All right. Give Shotzi yeah. a little rough. I'll see you tomorrow. I'll give Shotzi a high five. I'll guys. be in town tomorrow, so I'll be sure to stop by. All right, you better bring my prize. I will. I'll oh, shit. Sure. Uh, we could all what? freeze frame at one time. Oh, okay, yeah. wait. Oh, the configurator's going to mess it up. Ready? And here's till next time. We'll see you guys yeah. next week.